The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio Music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome guys to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl Mandy B, aka Pet Design, aka Dead Bitch. Everybody, it's Melania again. Here you go again with Please the Please do not vote for my husband. I'm in prison here. I blink twice. <laughs> I blink three times. Nobody help. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, guys, I'm excited. We are bringing you that another episode of Horrible Decisions. And this one, I am joined by someone that I met last year. Mm-hmm. But also, we just ran back into each other. Yes, we did. So let me give you a good, warm <laughs> welcome. Guys, today we have one of maybe our one of five white people who have joined us on here. So That's shout out to our Caucasians. Clap it up. Uh, shout out to our wait, 27 white listeners. Wait, wait, wait. Can we really count them on one hand? I feel like we really... Kristen. My friend, the author, the other, the girl who wrote that book that I liked. Right. The witch bitch. Right. The herpes girl. Damn, that was fucked up. I mean, but she, she talks about it openly. <laughs> Self-identified. Um, you know, she, had, she, had have we had any white guy at Lex, but that was Patreon. Alex Demo. Oh, Alex Demo, but that was Patreon. Who? Lena K. Lena K. The porn star. That's right. So you're number six. All right, well, I feel honored. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> We're almost getting there, but guys, um, who we are joined with today is Zachary Zane. He is a sex advice columnist at Men's Health and also a relationship advice columnist at Queer Majority. Um, and he's also very active in the space here in New York. Yes, I um, am. And I say that because <laughs> we just ran into each other last week. At what the was sex Mandy club. doing? Tell us the tea. Oh my god. Uh, she was very fine man. I can't say that. That's my boyfriend. So tell us what they were doing. We want to know. Did you um, see this? Did you see, this, was there cum swapping? How nasty? Did you get? Uh, yeah, no, you oh. can share. I don't care. Like, what's funny is we all ran into each other. So of course it's BYOB. Shout out to Daniel Saint. We were at NSFW. What, was there a certain night? Was it a was it a theme night? No, it was kind of just like Daniel hit me up and was like, "Hey, so we have a few people coming by tonight. If you want to come by." And me and um my boyfriend had did the 
last day kind of at the nude beach together mm-hmm. so literally we were at the nude beach all day that day let me go ahead and tell you before we got there is it night, closed or something uh so after labor day weekend it just like there's no lifeguards people can bring their dogs and also just the temperature drops in new york no one wants right, to be right. at a nude beach with a fucking hoodie on you know what i mean so i'm <laughs> fucking exhausted That's a good point we spent like eight hours there so we get to the house, we eat, he puts on the game. I'm like, ooh, I know what I'm gonna do. Cause I, I knew he wanted to go to that. I was exhausted. So I went and put on my little teddy, went and took the shower, came out. We're watching the game on TV. So I'm like, ooh, I got my little, my little outfit on. So I start sucking his dick. I'm like, ooh, perfect. He's like, all right, babe, go get dressed. We're gonna go to the sex club. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fuck. He knew I was trying to get him to the room so we could just fucking go to sleep. He was like, I just know we were gonna go in the room. You were just, we were gonna go to sleep, and I like wanted to go out. So we go out um, to the sex club, and we didn't know what to expect. This was our second time there. He actually really enjoys it, um, and so he was like, you know, we'll just go with the flow Mm -hmm. so a beautiful girl because you were also with someone very beautiful (laughs) so a beautiful girl walks up to me and is like what's your stage name and i'm just like you know to me that's stripper (laughs) shit i'm like i said said, my stage name i said you know we from the south i said mandy (laughs) come into the stage you know what i mean stage name is a stripper name full court pussy (laughs) (laughs) so she's like she's like no it's like full court and i was like oh yeah 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 and then she's like, see, babe, you didn't have to be. be uh, also, she made it seem like I was being so shy. I'm like, is that Mandy? Do you know who Mandy yeah. is? Because I didn't see you with the new hair. Yeah, you know, and- I told you niggas don't recognize me. You know, black girls time. love their wings. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the last time um, I had met you, we actually were a part of a pro-sex panel together mm-hmm. uh, last year at NSFW. And I had the long bundles in. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I'm also naked at this point, I believe. True. Where everyone's naked. So we're like. Hey, yeah. we haven't seen are. each other this way before. Yeah. Oh, does that say mom? So, so <laughs> I hate you. So we're literally drinking at the bar, um, and we do shots, and everyone goes goes back to their way. Mm-hmm. So I actually wanted to start the episode off this way specifically sure. because I wanted to talk about how crazy people think I am. Period. That it's- I'm in a sex club during. A pandemic. Yeah, right, talk, I mean, I this is probably the first time I've spoken about it just for oh. the sake of like, not necessarily that I was hiding it, but I definitely know that some people are like, oh, you should absolutely not be fucking doing this. It's being irresponsible. You're right. being crazy. And the way, I mean, I just started going, it's like I'm going every week, but um, <laughs> I just started going. I live there now, by the way. Uh, uh, I'm oh, actually, oh, oh, you didn't know that's where I, I woke up uh, the yeah. next morning? You know, bi-monthly. I'm, uh, I'm just the guy in the gimp suit who cleans up all the condoms afterwards. <laughs> um, but no, I, like, I, I, this is the second time I went since it's like okay, been open. Okay, my second time too. And it's very different, I think, than what people are expecting, right? It's like when I used to go to NSFW, there would be 100 people, people fucking all over the place. Right. It's crazy. Versus now, if it's like... It's like 12 of us. Do people have masks on? No, but we do get our temperature taken at the door. Um, and there is. I would hand, love to see is, someone with a mask on well, getting. Fucked. There is hand sanitizer, and of course, he has a bathroom. There's a shower. If you if you feel like you want to get all the way clean first, I guess. I it's, mean, I mean that's usually for douching. Honestly, but like, oh, is it for douching? Oh, Daniel, okay. be, Daniel, be like, here's a bulb. I'm like, am I gonna douche when there are like 50 fucking people <laughs> in the bathroom? No, dude. Like, we're not having sex. Like, My first time I'm going, I saw the shower. This. Right, like there was this girl I wanted to fuck that was there. Right, and then like she went to the bathroom for a second and she came out and she was like, <laughs> she had baby wipes. I'll never forget. <laughs> oh, you can come. Go ahead, right in. <laughs> they need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, well, now. 
But you know, it's funny because I've actually said I feel safer at the sex club than I did Home Goods. Home Goods allows 128 motherfuckers in there at any given time. Literally, you go there and yeah, there was like maybe 15, maybe 15 people. And at least I'm going now with the people that I am seeing or dating already Same. hooking up Me with. Too. So I'm Same. not going in like fucking random people. Okay, I did that the first time. Don't do um, it. No, but like, <laughs> I mean, like maybe I've done that. But like, I'm gonna say no. Um, yeah, it's different. I wouldn't have done this, you know, four months ago, three months ago. We like numbers have been super low consistently, right. and if things started to like raise back up again, I wouldn't be doing this if I was in Los Angeles right now, where numbers are super high. It's just right. like you got to look at the numbers, you got to look at your odds. I'm doing it as safely as possible, and like, so let's talk about it. How right now do you have safe sex during COVID or at a sex club? What what does safe sex look like right now? I, because Weezy said, ain't nobody wearing masks while we fucking now. Right. It's, I actually did that yesterday for oh, the first geez. time. But I'll tell you, that's a different story. It's a different story. <laughs> but um, no, I actually literally just wrote an article about this. Like okay. I literally was called, what constitutes safe sex? Because you it. ask certain people, the answer is nothing. They're like <laughs> it, it is whatever you want it to be and whatever your yeah. partners agree upon. Um, but you have people, I interviewed someone who had fucked like 30 different people are like, I still think I'm having safe sex. These are partners I know. These are people that are getting COVID tested regularly. These are people part of the polyamorous sex positive community. That's what she said. That's not what I would say. And okay. then you have certain people are like. But it's up to what she feels is safe. We it, can't it's, write. it's, yeah, it's what she feels is safe. And as long as you have consenting partners, the only thing that's different about this, right? Because like when people often compare it to HIV, it's like HIV, you have a consenting partner. It's between you and them. The idea with this is like if you have it, you could potentially spread it to someone at the grocery store or something. So right, th right. that's the fear that you can give it to other people. But I think we're kind of realizing, and I know there's like new data and information out all the time, but it's like if you wear a mask and someone else wears a mask and you're six feet apart or you're at the grocery store and you're not in anyone's like face or business and you're both wearing masks, like you're not going to spread it. Like if you're being smart and good about it and doing right. the precautions, you're not. So I see it more as being between you and your partners and what they consent to and what they're knowledgeable about. Right. As okay. long as you're doing shit right correctly. If you're walking out without a mask, you're going to the grocery store and coughing on shit. Like, no, if you're like, be smart, be safe. But otherwise, it's between whatever you and your partners feel comfortable with. You so, know, Liz Goldwyn, I don't know if you know who she is. Oh, wait, she um, was one of our other white people. Okay. That's right, seven. <laughs> seven. You're number seven. Lucky number seven. All right, good, good, good. Liz is my bitch. So she came uh, during COVID and was basically like, I'm not seeing a lot of people, but we had both just got a PCR test. And she was like, I feel safe. I want to see you. And Liz was telling me that she feels like we have so much to learn from the kink and BDSM community about safety with sex. She's like, I mm. think that people need to be consulting with them on how they use precautions because she was like, nobody else has safer sex than people that are into BDSM. 100%. Right. And, and it was a great point. She's like, and everyone's leaving them out. They've been the one who've been using masks, getting tested regularly, asking for space. Are they allowed to touch each other? Who the fuck else was doing that shit? Nobody. And the same with the poly community too. Like mm -hmm. they really have have this down in terms of they've always been thinking about how this affects my boyfriend's wife's girlfriend's husband right, or whatever right, it is right, right. so you've always been taking into account multiple people in consideration, yeah like even me like tested. i never let my married niggas fuck me raw you know what i mean yeah i was like we gotta use condoms the irony what? is what i don't know if you're saying that because you don't know what you have no it's not that i don't know what i have but you want to protect their wives yeah i, I mean that's I, nice i'm not trying i that's what I say. I be thinking with the wife in mind. I don't want to ruin your marriage. I don't need you bringing nothing back. And I do have, I, and at the time I was having casual sex, not only with married men, but 24 seven and my other lovers. So to me, like, yes, 
as someone who was having multiple partners, that's why I was such a condom stickler. You, right now, you are just, reminding me of people who are like, I can't do that with you because you know you live at home with your mom. You know what I mean? She could get COVID. Mandy's yeah, like, I'm worried about your wife. I'm worried you know. I'm Mandy and COVID, same thing. Yeah, I mean, shit, you know, kind of. I get that too. I tend to be much more careful and oh, like use condoms with women as opposed to men. I think a lot oh. of it just comes down to the fact like, when you're having unprotected sex with men on Grinder all the fucking time, like they're used to getting gonorrhea and chlamydia. You text they them are. like, wait, like, wait, wait, and wait, I don't want to no, like wait. perpetuate this like stereotypes that like, gay men are like slutty and doing this shit. But in New York, every gay man I know gets gonorrhea or chlamydia once a year if you're like sexually active. Oh. It is just a very common. <laughs> no, I'm, thing. I'm only making yeah. this case because I kind of just thought it's, this was in the community that I know. I oh no, like, it's just, it's fucking I was like, maybe it's because they go to P-Town. If you guys don't know what P-Town is, Providence Town is in Rhode Island, right? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Providence sorry. Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. Providence Town. Uh, Provin- I was thinking of Providence. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry. Providence, Rhode Island. Providence Town, Town is on the Cape of Massachusetts. P-Town is like a place where the gays, much like a fire island, if you've ever heard of it, mm-hmm. just come together to fuck each other. Actually, Vinny was telling me, right. Vinny is a friend of the show and our assistant, he was telling me how, um, oh my God, there's this dock Dick Doc. Dick Doc. Yeah. Oh my God. A Dick Doc. It's on Google, bitch. Oh, it is. What is Dick Doc? About to tell you. Wait, please. Wait, wait, wait. Are I've, we allowed, been, I've been to Dick Doc. But are we allowed yeah. to put this out there? You know, a lot Here of people listen to five us. Five reviews yeah. on yeah, Dick Doc. It's fine. It's, it's at one two one commercial. commercial you're street. giving the address. <laughs> Providence. All right. It, it, no, it is a, It's been there for like decades. It is a known cruising hotspot. Here we go. Shut it's up. underneath the boat slip. I'm right, oh, sorry. I'll let it's you go. I, I, five star reviews and one one star. What? There are reviews. Here's the no on Google. My name. Okay, (laughs) Daniel says, I only visit here when showing to a curious P-Town guest, although I did find a $20 bill in the sand. Please observe the sign, open to all lawful purposes. Right. And they've got a picture of Daniel on there that he took in P-Town. Here's another one. Awesome spot, though a bit sandy. Definitely will recommend if you're looking for a romantic encounter next to the water under the moonlight. We'll definitely come back. P.S. Don't forget your poppers. I I, I think people are trolling with you. You think comments. this is trolling? I, I think this is I not. Mean, Renee, who left that review, has you know a few. He's a local guide. He's got a star on there. <laughs> local, he's Yelp and certified or something. I am very shocked. So when I heard about Dick Doc, I googled it just to. I was like, nigga, let me see what I find, and I couldn't believe the Dick Doc was on Google. I saw a guy I like I've definitely gone uh not during COVID but I've definitely gone and like fucked people there and I remember seeing this guy probably this like older daddy maybe in his 60s like I don't know how long he was there but I see him like finish get up go to like the ocean and I just see him like shit out like so much semen like literally like multiple loads and I was there I was like yeah it's time for me to go Uh, (laughs) yeah I think I've I think I should leave now but I remember just seeing that wait you saw like the semen yeah oh you can hear like when you like shit out like you I mean you know this shit works maybe not it's it's like this like farting queefing I do not yeah where you just feel like your booty hole is loose I was like what how many loads did you just take? Not that I'm sex shaming at all. We've all taken our fair amount of loads. I just Back. never seen that happen, and I just like <laughs> was you. It was it was just an image that's forever burned in my head. I honestly, um, I'm drinking something like that has a consistency of it's. Oh wait, let me read you, At Mandy. We could get into your vanilla shit, but I just want to do this Huffington Post real quick on the dick doc. Come one, come all. The most notorious gay. Wait, how did they spell come? Like they should. Okay. Uh, today we embark on an adventure to one of the most notorious gay cruising spots in the world. It's an open secret for years. Gay, bi, and curious men come here to uncover their quote-unquote 
darkness. Much like a bathhouse, it's often anonymous. Glances and body fluids are exchanged more than names and formalities. And yet the sex can be passionate, wild, ecstatic, even oddly intimate. Under the dick dock, there's a magic that happens involved in our history. I sat down with Brad, a tantric coach from North Carolina, to talk about how the dick dock can really help men get into the magic of sex and when they engage. And it goes into so many stories of people at the dick dock. Was it magical for you, Zach? This is such, like, honestly, an exploitative, like, fuck up piece to write that like 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 why are we writing about like oh there's a subset of cruising culture and let's just expose this to the rest of the world uh, uh, that's, see, some people that's get fu- we telling you yeah uh, and i ain't gonna lie we damn near probably be- bigger than te- an article written they gonna listen to us they ain't gonna read you, this shit nobody read no more <laughs> damn andy i do have you have you uh seen women at the dick talk no okay no uh no. I didn't know if there was like a hag who was like, I want to come. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. It's not. It's like the way the guy also described as mad. It's like a dark, seedy cruising area. In like the 80s and 90s, you'd also see like syringes and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, and they'd okay. have to go underneath. The guys at the boat slip would have to go every morning and clean up like the drugs and the shit and the past. Oh, wow. Do people get like, paid uh, at the dick dock? Do some people like, uh, like you know, escort there? No. So all it is is. Like the Anonymous boat slip, which is above it, is like this like bar, pool, open space. And then just the way it's set up is there is this underneath area that is not, it's not like an official place that you sign into, that you right, walk right. into. Just underneath it is a dark, sandy area. And underneath. motherfuckers just know they could go there and get their dick handled. Exactly. Or poked or sucked or. <laughs> Whatever it is. All of it. All, all of it is it. there. Well, I want to go ahead and get into our vanilla shit. Our vanilla shit does come from Daily Star. Um, and because we have a man with us today, mm-hmm. I did want to ask you as well, um, in guessing, because men reveal the three words that they love to hear during sex. Now it's so big. Now we've had <laughs> now we've had we've had a conversation regarding um dirty talk in the bedroom, but these are actually um Three terms that, or three words that men really enjoy hearing during sex. So before I read the top three, I would like for you to guess maybe two, three <sighs> word phrases that you enjoy hearing during sex. Wait, so they're like, they're... Literally three words. Uh, fuck me daddy. Okay. Fuck me harder. Fuck okay. me daddy. Fuck, fuck me, me daddy. daddy. Fuck me harder. Give me one more. It's your pussy. Oh, okay. I Ooh, still I've think, been I, feel, I still think it's so big, is it? Oh, I tell everybody it's their pussy. Okay, so are y'all ready? <laughs> are y'all ready to find out? So for the ladies listening, mm-hmm. these are the top three phrases that men love to hear while they are fucking the dog shit out of you. Or damn, we just talked about. Okay, I just never, came. You know what I mean? So no, the <laughs> no number, guys don't give a fuck. So we'll, we'll, we'll start. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. We'll start on the phrase that is at the very bottom. Okay. I love you. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I thought that no, was a... Ju- I'm sorry. Only 13% of men want to hear I love you while they are fucking you. N- never. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, unless we've been married for 15 years, then and, you can say and, and this. Then maybe you could say that. So we'll go to number three at 17% as Wheezy's guess. You're so big. Okay. That was 17%. At 26%. 
it was that feels good. Oh, that makes sense. And then are y'all ready for the one that had 44% of the vote? Mm. I'm thinking it's fuck me daddy too. Please don't stop. Oh, that's good. So please oh, yeah, don't that's good. Please yeah. don't stop. Um, I think that that makes sense because it lets your partner know that whatever he is doing is right and I making you feel good. I just want to know in these rooms like Cosmopolitan normally does these things. Do they get men at a round table and they're like <laughs> Here we are. I do want to know how these surveys are taken. Is it fuck me daddy? <laughs> is it B? I'm so wet. Is it C? Try my ass. <laughs> or is it D? It's so big. Well, because one thing that I've been saying is it doesn't fit. And that's one thing that I know he actually said he likes to hear because he hates that I can take the dildo. So like I take certain dildos better than others. But when he gets to King Noir, like he tried to put King Noir's dick in my ass. And I was like, nah, it ain't been. He's like, I want to hear you say that about my dick. And I was like, well, all right. Well, maybe you need but to give it a break. In. Let me tell <laughs> you, a break. I said some shit one time, but I was so high when I said this shit. And I'm just be saying dumb shit. I'll Let's n- hear your high shit you say during sex. I was like, he was trying to fuck me, and it was like, I can't remember what was going on, but like, it, it was, it's not that it wasn't fitting. Maybe I wasn't ready for dick. I was, like, I was like, oh my God, it doesn't fit, but I'm going to make room. That's cute. But we know we know Weezy likes saying paragraphs, though, in the middle of fucking. Like, she literally has a whole, like, go ahead and do, she does her Let own Let me spiel. read you look. my lines. <clears throat> Wow, look at that glorious cock you're putting in my pussy today. Thank you so much for stopping by the Lower East Side. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead now and get into, um, I decided to add hope facts to this episode. I love it. This one is actually very interesting. And I felt it recently. So I was like, oh, maybe this is why I'm coming so much. Mm. So hope facts for those of you who are maybe listening for the first time. Um, and shout out to maybe the white people you're bringing over. <laughs> um, our hope facts segment is just facts about sex that maybe you didn't know. This actually says that a strong sense of smell makes you more orgasmic. A now small- we knew that. Did we? Yeah. Did you? Fuck yeah. So actually it's saying that it's not even about like smelling lavender or candles. It's actually the smell Musk. of vaginal fluids and sw- and sweat. I knew it. That can make your sexual experience more enhanced. It says that there is a positive correlation between a heightened sense of smell and having more pleasurable sex as well as more frequent orgasms. I had a guy I used to fuck that did not like me to shower before sex. And I think th- there's a difference between like your natural musk and odor and BO. And I think what they're yeah. trying to say is okay. like, that's your natural smell that, that can be more pleasurable versus just like, I think if you just like, oh, but then some people obviously just like sweaty and if you smell like shit, they and like that shit. we talked about that at a live show. Like some, like what does body odor smell like? And I love the thing. smell of my pussy when I can smell my pussy. Like I think it's nice. I'm not, I'm not talking about like when I'm leaving Equinox. I'm talking about like yeah. just me sitting here. Like I think I have a nice smelling puss and I like the smell of it. But this dude mm. would be like, don't go in the shower. Like stop. I will say the crazy thing is like, especially right now, like I am enjoying just a sex smell but the smell that actually bothered me during sex was the smell of fucking condoms specifically that gold wrapper magnum shit you smell it bro i and like that skin would ruin it a little bit what's your guys' favorite condoms My, mine's skyn skin and it's got a wide fit oh well i mean i like trojan i like anything but the gold wrapper honestly and i i mean i've mentioned this often but i think that there's and i don't know i guess because we identify the gold wrapper with meaning extra large or some shit it's like the Willy that Wonka like, thing. it is it's bullshit though and it smells awful let's not even talk about how it tastes you know it, there's i think a few articles i read about like you having a higher chance of getting bb after magnums mm. really yes I would oh that's that. 
problematic. Definitely don't use I use skin for what it is worth. And I use the extra thin skins, which they have. Yep. And they have the ribbed kind. Skin actually has a lot of options. They do. I don't know who's like make skin. It's lifestyle. I'm pretty sure it's lifestyle. I'm 99% sure. It's the cheap one. No. Lifestyle is lifestyle. It is lifestyle. It is. You're thinking bare skin. Oh, bear skin, Trojan which is like just a brand bear skin uh, a type is Trojan, of Trojan, right? Yeah. I think yeah, it is Trojan. Trojan. Yeah. Um, a lot of by people, the way, we're not sponsored by any of these yeah. condoms yet. But if you want to sponsor us, we can really so tell people. Sure. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, the best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not hundred percent sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hi, my friends. Shout out to Gucci. Her name's Anna, but she loves Gucci, man. She designed a, uh, a like a casing for this condom called One, and she said it was the oh, one. Yeah, the I've stretchiest condom like I guess she used to teach sex ed mm-hmm. and she's like it's one of the only ones like has the most durability but I don't know if it's I mean I ain't gonna hold you I got bored one day on live and I have variety you did like, what I had started a, blowing balloons no I started like literally putting either my hand or my foot in these condoms because a lot of guys will sit here and be like oh it's too small oh I can't fit it making it seem like they dig it and I'm like my foot fit in this one so I don't believe you <laughs> it's not that tight I did my own experiment on Instagram live Oh my um, god. I did. Can you so, even imagine if someone like screen grabbed that of Mandy? See, now nah, I'd be so scared of what me they too, screen grabbing on when I be on this Instagram. This guy got live. me uh making lettuce or no, not making a salad and I was holding the cucumber and I was like, "Do y'all think this is expired?" Of course. Because it's when it gets squishy. And all you I, see is me doing this. Be squishy. Right. Ooh, I know. A cucumber ex- should never be squishy. Well, that's my point. It was expired. <laughs> but it was right by my mouth. And he screenshotted it. And I was like, wow, people are just going to think I'm giving dick sucking lessons on the internet. Well, there was a. Uh, for, not for there, free. I was going to say, why not? But there, yeah. was not <laughs> there was a nice rain for the cucumber in 2019. Ain't going to hold you. A nice what? A, a nice little rain. R E. I G N. I did not hear that at first, man. I said rain. What did you hear? I I, I was like, what? It was, what was it raining? Cuc- <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't quite sure. Oh, you thought that- it was raining cucumbers. All right, bitch. Um. <laughs> anyways, we're gonna go ahead and get into our hors d'oeuvre now. Our her our hors d'oeuvre is our sex tip. 
segment and where we, we basically speak French hors d'oeuvres. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we are actually gonna give this on to Zach for this episode. All right, and let's I do it. I actually wanted you to drop two. So okay. you've already mentioned that you're bisexual. You have yes. sex with both men and women. So I wanted you to provide a tip from the male perspective on a sex tip for sex men with men and then men with women. I okay. So I think we'll start with men with men. I think. We are so used to grinder and casual hookups that we do not do nearly enough foreplay. Mm, like we just okay. like fucking are so used to getting straight to business immediately. And um and that kind of carries over even when you like someone. I feel like when I have sex with a woman, usually that sexual experience lasts like double as long as when I have sex with a man. Like wow. pretty much every okay. single time. And just because like maybe you'll suck each other's dicks for like a minute, if that, be like, all right, let's fuck. Do you and think then you that do has it. to do with it being harder to come as a woman? A hundred percent. And I think okay. it takes more without like perpetuating gender norms. I do think it takes more to potentially turn a woman on versus a man's just like, oh, that's a dick and I'm hard now and I'm say, hot and let's just fucking do this. hard with me. I don't even be seeing soft dicks very often. It's like, it's, it's just rock solid. Yeah. And it's, it's ready. I think it takes, yeah, it just it takes too. a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Effort. And I mean like, cause also with guys, like, you know, no, even when you have a bad sexual experience, I feel like most of the time, if you come, like, okay, like I'll go over to a grinder's, a guy's house on Grinder, and he would, did not look like his pictures. I'm like, fuck, I'm here. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to turn him around. I'll have sex for three minutes. I'll come. I'll be out within eight minutes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Women, we Versus, like, that's we doing not, that. that's like, not that's happening. Not happening. <laughs> but so, yeah, my advice for me is like, slow it the fuck down. I We're like that. so used to like being these casual, quick encounters. And maybe I'm just speaking to like the slutty grinder community, but that is, I know, like pretty much everyone I fucking know. So I okay. feel like that is a big demographic of gay men um for men with women i think one of the big things is sex is not over just because you come Ooh. i think that's huge and i think there's a way afterwards because what i used to do and i think it was wrong so i would like finish and then afterwards i'd like stop i'd pause i'd catch my breath and he'd be like hey like do you want me do you want me to I, like hey how are you are you good it's kind of what i would ask and they would always say yes even if they weren't i feel like because a lot of them were maybe just like okay he just finished he's tired he's done i don't want to be a pain in the ass and ask for more okay so i think to kind of avoid that especially if you afterwards you finish you're like oh are you good and then they have to be like no i'm not good you need to fucking finish me off hey, right see, now we, that's that, no, we see, not that's, bitch that's, be. actually no, no not, and, and I, you I should say that yet. and you 100 percent should say that okay. but also maybe take the pressure off where afterwards it's like you just go back to eating them out or fingering them like don't necessarily like assume that they've come because you've come uh, yeah and don't necessarily like, like make it that awkward thing of being like well do you want more because i can <laughs> like if you want more and that's how it Niggas comes up making it seem like it's a chore yeah it's it just like we don't like that no. feel like uh, so just, well i guess not i'm sorry i'm getting wheezy yeah just do it without asking and i know I mean, obviously you have consent in the situation to keep going but like instead of just pausing and then making it seem like it's a big deal or you don't really want to just like you're still excited. You're still there. You're present. And then just keep going it's quickly like afterwards. It's such an inconvenience. Yeah. Too. Right. Right. I don't like that. Well, I I love those tips. I hope that you guys enjoy those tips. We are going to get into our horrible decision. And it's kind of called sexplanation. How is it kind of called? I mean, because Mandy I don't know. Loves saying, because we're kind of going to start the I show. I can't say kind of. I like kind of bit. Because it ain't kind of. Yo, because, that is the name of my sex column at Men's Health is Sexplain It. Is Sexplain It. So I didn't, I didn't okay. add, it, add it to it or whatever. I love okay. it. I love okay, it. Okay, so what we're going to do is basically sexplain common dating issues and sex. So I actually. Let's do it. I went ahead and picked through not only seeing what you had written, mm -hmm. but I went through and picked um, certain issues that I think a lot of our listeners go through, mm -hmm. as well as maybe some that are just constantly coming up. 
So the first one is, and I got this one from your page. Okay. I'm constantly being cheated on. <laughs> is it me? What do I do pretty much to get to where I am not being cheated on? So you give a lot of advice in mm -hmm. all of the columns that you work on. So for someone who's listening and feels like every time I'm in a relationship, I've been cheated on. What advice would you give them um, to maybe not be cheated on in the future or eliminate feeling like it's their fault? Yeah, I think initially when I read this, a part of me was just like, oh, this like shit happens. But I think at some point, because I was looking at the numbers of like how often do people cheat? So if you're getting cheated on five, six partners in a row, I do slightly want to victim blame you a little bit. I think there Ooh. might be something that you are doing because, you know, once or twice this shit happens. But if this is happening repeatedly, I think you, I, this is a pattern of behavior. So I think you're either picking a wrong people, you're somehow enabling this type of behavior. Uh, for spe specifically for that column, I like the guy asked more and he just seemed to be someone with absolutely no backbone kind of whatsoever uh, like he would and, just and like people, people, can, people know when like they can walk all over you. yeah i say it all the time people will only do what you allow them to do so to me it is more so like if they felt like they could get away with it or they felt like you wouldn't leave them for it, it then they're going to continue doing it it's also i think just people don't like that type of they like people want to be challenged in a good way people want are like or want to have someone with their own opinion so i think this guy the way i read it was like i think the women with him were just kind of like fucking bored if this is right. a yes man who's gonna say yes to absolutely everything let me decide everything i'm going to start seeking things out elsewhere because I want to be with a partner, not someone who's always just saying, yes, whatever you want, honey. So there you go. So you need a backbone if you continue <laughs> being cheated on. That's the advice. I know it, it's harsh. It's tough love. It's tough love. But I mean, this is, again, sometimes it just happens one, two, three times. But when it's when you're at six, seven, eight times, and like, dude, like, this is you. every relationship you're getting cheated yeah, on, come like, the fuck on. Exactly. I had a piece of so, that, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. So the next one is... um we often talk about threesomes mm -hmm. um my partner keeps asking for a threesome but i am in no way interested myself which is also common don't. Yeah. what advice do you have for someone in this situation don't yeah it's set boundaries i mean it's especially if what you agreed upon in the relationship is you guys being monogamous like if someone wants to have a threesome and you don't want to just make it clear hey this is something i'm not interested in please don't keep asking me keep please don't keep talking about it and if it's something that you know, they really want to do, and this is a deal breaker, okay, then you guys need to potentially talk about opening up your relationship Either or something that or like leave. that. Yeah. Or that or leave. Yes. I just think that people, I get way, especially women, have way too much pressure on them from men by having, about having threesomes because it's this ultimate fantasy thing. Mm -hmm. And we've got to stop the idea of thinking like, I'm going to have this threesome to keep them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. I, yeah. I really don't believe that there's one specific sexual thing that you've got to do that will make someone love you forever. Like, I think that's bullshit. Right. Good sex will keep you a little bit longer, but mm -hmm. sex ultimately isn't it. Love is not enough either. There's a lot of components to a relationship. And if a threesome is the thing that someone's asking for and you feel pressured enough to do it, that person... Yeah. obviously doesn't give a shit because I wouldn't want someone to do something they weren't comfortable with either. Agreed. And speaking of that, that comes to my next question. Mm -hmm. um, because, of course, bringing someone in as a third or even maybe a couple is a lot for a lot of people because now we're bringing someone else into our union, yeah. our relationship. The other thing is, and I, I'm using slapping as the example, but okay. my partner is completely turned on by slapping me, but it completely ruins the mood for me. How do I tell my partner what he or she enjoys is actually a complete turnoff for me. 
I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same answer. You know, I mean, if you you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do, period, mm, full stop. Okay. That's it. And especially when it's something like so, sometimes there could be things that are like relatively more harmless for you to potentially try and see if you like. But slapping is not one of those things. Slapping okay. is one of those things that's very clearly like, yeah, I know I will not like this because right, I don't right. like being hit. I feel very uncomfortable by this. And yeah, you say, hey, I know this is something that really turns you on. Uh, this is not for me. And then also potentially giving different options of things that are like alternatives Ooh, that you like okay. that potentially they like too. Hey, Do I don't like slapping my face. For slapping? Maybe she would my be more. T- yeah, I was gonna say spanking my ass, like as opposed to I. For some reason, I interpreted that as face oh, yeah, slapping. I mean, I mean, and I've, I, yeah, I mean that's been a thing that I've had partners that enjoy that. I've done it myself. Slapping where on the tits too. That is, oh my God, like I rarely ask for it, but it feels so good to me. I yeah. I always forget to ask for it, but like, yeah, I think it happened on accident. It was like meant to be a face and it was a tip. I was like, <laughs> well, keep going. But I yeah, have really I like intense nipple, nipple sensitivity, but I can't handle like a clamp, but a yeah. slap is enough. It's like Perfect. a quick A quick, stick. yeah. Yeah. I don't but, know. Did you see that we were like, this was the first time actually at the sex club. Did you see when I was flogging? I did. I know. The <laughs> so corner of my eye. I see my everything. My boyfriend. So this was the where? first at the sex club. No, yeah. on his body where? Uh, on his ass. Yeah. So there's like this whole little like contraption at the sex club. And so uh, honestly too, there's all these sex uh, these sex toys, but he has the cleaner. So I put the little foam on it or whatever, cleaned off the toy. And normally he's slapping me. So we've had constant talks right now because I have felt completely um, powerless with him. And you see him, he's huge. He's very dominant. He demands like all the attention when we walk in the room. He takes it all away from me. Like I feel completely <laughs> powerless from him. Like people will literally be like, Hey, you're cool, you're many, but goddamn, what what he about? You know, it's a really fuck, weird I think thing I kind of said the same thing. I, mean, I think like, I did the same fucking like, thing. I'm like, Mandy, like, so I to see you. Is he bi? Is he bi? Is really my first question. Fuck me. I did the same thing. I'm sorry. It's hard. No, but the person I'm dating is just the same way. They're constantly bringing energy from other people, and I'm not used to it either. But even, but we're the hot bitches. Like that's our job. We're the hot bitches in the relationship. I bring all the attention. This nigga has been named fucking. Sh- I think even he came to the pool party with me, and my friend was referring to him as Goliath. I'm like Goliath, Shamar Moore, Boris Kujo. Like you get all of this attraction. I'm just like, I'm right here. So aside from even him demanding attention, mm-hmm. like he has that aura about him in the bedroom, he's very dominant. So when he allowed me to spank him, it was like super. And I was trying to make it hard. I was like. Pow. <laughs> and he was like, all right, all right now. But I enjoyed that. So even even I think it's nice to take a step back. And, and like you guys said, if you don't enjoy being slapped on the face or if you don't enjoy being spit in the mouth, like maybe find somewhere else on your body to where they can still get their pleasure out of it. Um, but maybe it's not going to ruin the mood for you. It's Zach, all about finding you know the middle I mean? Do you think that like, you, nigga, you have any spit on my ankle that maybe somebody <laughs> wouldn't know. be into like personally? Yes. And like, am I sharing them? I prefer not to, but I can. I, I no, do have you specific. Don't prefer not to no, I, can, I am open okay, about well, shit. Well, maybe yeah. if you could just give us one that was a situation with someone where you had to bring it up, and they weren't into it, and how you combated that. And they weren't into it. This, I, so I have. I can say it. I have a puke fetish. Like I fucking love like puking on wow, like people puking on my dick. I puke on their dick. Like I, I we just love about like this, sloppy no, don't head. Don't pull it up. We sloppy, already. Yeah, we be already careful. I don't think it's puke. It's okay, called. We already, it's, did, we already determined. It's called it. like emonophilia. There's like a term for Come the king. Come on, We know. We know. Um, but it's specifically I like. How many followers do you have? I mean, this is yeah, yeah. Now they know. 
But it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, it's almost an extreme version of sloppy head and like deep throating. You right. know what I mean? And just, um, but yeah, I mean, usually like, I'll like ask like, well, I mean, you usually get a sense, but like, yeah, I'll ask just being like, hey, I really want to suck your dick super hard. Like, yeah, I really want to deep throat it. I'm like, yeah, I really. And then you kind of from there, I'm like, okay, so he's into deep throat. He's into rough head. Yeah, I really want to fucking puke on your dick. And Which I'll just is, say that. Oh, my God. I love how you, so you have kind your of, steps to so that. I like, with booty play. Well, you take my tongue. You're going to take my tongue. You're going to take this finger. Uh, you're going to take this finger. You're going to take my strap. There's levels. Exactly. So, so like, you start there. And at some point, they'd be like, yeah, I'm into that. Area. Yeah, I'm into that. No, I'm not into that. That's too much. I say, okay. And then I, then I take a step back. What about and you? I just deep throw. What about you, Weezy? Is there anything that you feel like you've had with a partner where they like to do something and you realize, oh, after doing it, I was you were not interested at all? No, but normally I feel like I'm the one. Oh, that gets them to an uncomfortable space? Yeah, I feel like I've like brought up threesomes with every single partner and they're not always into it, including okay. women. You're the one bullying people in the you threesomes. I mean? <laughs> That's you. I'm like, so Tables you don't have turned. Want... No. <laughs> Dude, like a hospital dick is one person that when I was dating him, he was not into the idea of me being with other women with him. He was like, I don't need that. Like, I need to be with you. That's what I want. Like, I don't need us to fuck somebody else. Like, I don't see the purpose of it. And I was like, okay, well, I like both. And he was like, well, I like you. Like, he's very okay. Much, like, Which is adorable, but like, yeah, you're on. But like, I'll, don't you want some pussy? It's, like, in it's, front it's, of you? it's crazy because I'll be honest with you, with this, with this show, my mind goes to like way out and beyond. And it's crazy because the fact that my, my nigga feels like we ain't done everything. Let me tell you, I got super drunk after a pool party um, that we were with. Hi, I really shouldn't have ate the edible. So we go home, <laughs> oh, we start fucking, and he had never seen me this drunk. So he goes to bring me to the bathroom, puts a little pillow down for my knees, and goes to lift up the, the toilet. And me with this fucking podcast and how kinky he is, I'm like, I don't want to drink the toilet water. And I literally thought he was trying to make me drink fucking toilet water. He's like, babe, I thought you needed to throw up. And the whole time I'm like, no, babe, you wanted me to drink toilet water. You're so nasty. Ah! That's how fucking crazy this fucking podcast has made my mind go. It's He's literally trying to take care of my drunk ass. And I'm like, babe, you're nasty. I don't want to drink toilet water. And he's like, you're like, but, <laughs> but I it, didn't throw up. And I was like, babe, I'm not going to throw up. But he th like, that, I, was so I mean, drunk. it was cute. But then it's, you know, I think I'm starting to date like um, the woman he met there. So we've been dating. And she's so cute. And she's the best. And it's nice dating someone who is like equally, if not fucking sluttier and kinkier than you I are. Love it, right? So it's just I like, it. I, I don't need to hug. like. War, I call her my slutty angel. That's like my endearing term, Aww. right? I like that. Um, and she loves that. But it's just like, it's, I feel like so often it, it's tough when you're not quite on the same page with someone when you're just like, hey, I really like you. I really like you. And we're also going to fuck everyone. But you know what, though? Ooh. And People it works. aren't used to that. Like, I've just gotten to the point and I love it. Oh my God. When he goes out of town and I'm like, so what? It's almost like he knows I'm going to be disappointed. And he's like, there's some bitches, but whatever. I went to sleep. Played tennis, went to sleep. I'm like, why? <laughs> Go fuck some pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, like, Miami is the place he goes where I'm like, I know you're going to get some. And he'll call me in the morning in the cab and be like, yo. I'd be like, send it to me. Tell me what happened. It's so much fun. And I love it. And, like, I've learned so much about compersion through that. Absolutely. I learned that mainly from Aisha, who I think was on the sex panel. That's where you met her. We had her on our show. Uh, Aisha. Oh, no. That, damn, that's uh, another Aisha girl Fames. I fucked. 
No, no, no. Aisha oh, Hussein. Aisha. Apparently she was BK. there that night. I don't know, but we made out. Aisha is a girl who runs the Violet BK. Oh, yes. oh. Yes. Um, She's Violet, Violet, Aisha. Wait. Oh, Aisha? Aisha. Wait, you fucked yeah, the girl a- and you don't know how to say her name? I, her name is Aisha, but she, oh, it's Aisha, just spelled but I- like I-A-Y-E-S. But it's Aisha. I hope we're pronouncing correct. I think we are. I don't know. Either way, I know who she is. Okay. Either way, I didn't know they fucked and I kissed her that night. I was like, oh my God. She is. She was cute. She taught me a lot about compersion. Like, I first met her on Tinder years ago and like she was like yeah like I genuinely get joy uh, from watching my partners with other people in intimate ways like I've learned by the way do we have to bleep her name out no she's been on our show she's talked about it with us like Mm. we talked about the sex we had on the show Um, but anyway she she sat in front of me and was like yeah we made out I was like did we (laughs) oh that was after I drank toilet water sorry I forgot to I forgot to My bad. No, I really ain't drinking. I ain't into that. No, y'all. but compersion is really the opposite of jealousy. And like when you get to that point where you're like congratulating your partner for being slutty, like you're fucking there. And I think what's so important to know is compersion. People often think of like, oh, you're innately experienced this. And I used to be someone who was super jealous and seeing my partner talk to someone else. Same. And it was a matter of. Uh. Being insecure, not feeling confident in myself, not trusting my partner. Also, when I was monogamous, I think I was more worried of them lying to me than actually cheating on me. I think that's what a lot of people break up over a lie, dude, more than I would have cheated. Yeah, you fuck somebody else, I'm cool. But if you lie to me and tell me you didn't, I'm done. And exactly. But I think so with compersion, because especially with poly, like, oh, I could never do that. I just want to be like, I was one of those people who thought that and used to say that. And then I kind of like worked hard on being like, I really trust myself. I really trust my partner. I really love my partner. I want them to be happy. You used a word that compersion needs. Trust is the biggest thing because here's what it is, I believe. I don't even believe it necessarily has to do with insecurity in yourself more than it does the relationship. Yeah. Let's say you could be a confident person, but you're not feeling good about this person with someone else. If you're not in a place with that person to where they feel like yours and you feel like you could lose them to someone else or as though your sex isn't enough or you're not enough, that's why they're looking at someone else, they've got to make you feel that. It's on Mm -hmm. both ends. It's yourself, but it's also that person. If someone's not making you feel comfortable and secure, you're not going to get to a place where you won't be jealous. That's why the threesome because they want it is a very fucked up thing to do. You have to make sure that that person that you're going to have the threesome with feels like this is about us, us enjoying our time together and experiencing something new, opposed to I need new pussy. But not only that, for the men listening, um, it's it's also something with affirming the relationship. Yeah. So like even with- That's why with, titles kind of matter. Not even with the titles though. Like with me and my partner, it's crazy because I felt like I almost cheated on him the, the other night. I was with my homegirl. We ended up making out, cuddling. It got crazy, but she was on her period, so we didn't fuck- but I told him the next day and I was like, I think we may be able to, you know, all have a threesome together. And so I sent him her picture and he was like, yeah, babe, like she looks great, but I want you to know you don't have to be worried or anything. And he literally just affirmed like if she comes in, you don't have to worry about me wanting to take her out or mm-hmm. me wanting anything like she's cool. Let's have fun together. But just know you don't have to worry. And he literally like reassured that I it's- thought you looked great naked. And he was like. Well, babe, you want to go join them? Literally. That, oh, the is other- this the guy you were talking about? You should join I, us. I think I told... Wait, and then <laughs> he literally... Why did you join he us? She was like, there was a white man there. He was tall. He had a He's nice like, body. Yeah, so That's me. It was you. Wow. And so I was telling wow. her... Wow. I was telling her... Wow. 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 Wow
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like a whole little and model. And I feel and like, no cute. offense, Zach, even though you're hot, you are not in my mind Mandy's white no, guy type. But he's I, also I'm like, surprised but I he's am, also six four. He looked like a basketball player. He was, he was like, he's well, my man's a little taller than you because he's. See, I feel like fuck, you need, it really is huge. I feel huge. like you need the wigger type though. Yeah. Nah, I don't want a wigger, and I said I don't want a wigger, bro. You was like I said I ain't want no Paul Wall, bro. He <laughs> he reminds me of like Kevin Love with his hair grown out. So like <laughs> basketball. Ain't Kevin Love a little wigger though? No, I mean he's on the <laughs> basketball team, but he talks nah, about he anyway. Talk. I don't like and, the way he's- and, and his girl had this little cute little lingerie. She had, yeah, she had like, yeah, nice that little, like lace thing, the lace like the body. Thing, it was like, super yeah, cute. Yeah. So I'm telling my man like. You know, I've never had pink dick before, but they look really good. And he was like, you should go. And I'm stop telling this to you in your face. <laughs> no, for context. You should have gone. Yeah, no, we I just know. had an episode yeah. where we discussed the sex club. And Mandy yeah. was like, actually, there was a white guy there. It was literally a few days and ago. And I was like, damn, I actually like considered it. And my man was like, well, you should go. And it's weird because he thinks I have this this guard up to where I have not played the other black guy that's at that sex club often. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know who he is. The dreads? Yeah, yeah. No, the blonde. He has blonde hair. And, um, like, literally my guy is like, you know, I've given him permission, but you have to be comfortable. But I'm, it's crazy because I, I won an MMF, but for whatever reason, not with him. Don't, I don't know where my mind is right now, honestly. This I, thing that's is, okay. I, Figure it out. I, yeah. think, okay. I think it's going to take time. Like, I think that you probably can't wrap around it yet because one, you're just falling for this person. It's a new relationship and you're having this new experience. And I think the rules of monogamy, like you feel. But we're not monogamous. But you're being monogamous because you're feeling in love. And I think that's the other thing. When you're feeling like that, at least for myself, it's very hard to be like, well, I'm so into you. I don't want someone else. And I think. This is no shade. I think when our puppy loves smoke and mirrors goes, and that's why communication is great in mm-hmm. establishing your boundaries. When that goes, and then you're like kind of out of that, you're secure, you know what you have with this person, you're like, your dick ain't too bad it's, of an idea. And I think you can't get there yet because you're still it. in it. I mean, I'm I, I also, so I don't want to interrupt. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. It, I always say this to people like, People always ask me, would you be open to being like monogamous again? I said, I'd be monogamous in the beginning of a relationship knowing that it will open so you can like build that trust and do that. And I say that to partners too, where they're like, hey, we like, he kind of wants to be open. He's coming from this place. I'm like, start with monogamy. Start with three months. It's not the end of the fucking world. You guys will live or you'll cheat and realize this is not for me. And I really hate this. You got to get to know. But like Ah, that way you build that foundational trust. You know, you love them. You've had this time together and then you can branch out from there, which Damn, is often easier months, for a lot of people. Nah, I would say six months. So, but I, I, would go so, little, I mean, just six, at least three. Six start, start with that. Six start with whatever you want, and, and then just reassess. You know, right. whatever it is. And I think so. Maybe every three months. You know, fuck Steve. <laughs> I mean, you I know, have a let's get a quarterly review was... on this goddamn relationship. I want a you PowerPoint. Know? I want to spread <laughs> out. I want infographics. You were fine. <laughs> now that we're branching into flights opening up, you know, Nick has got a little mask on and off, nose coming down. I feel like I can no, suck seriously, it seriously. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Before we get out of here, guys, we are going to get into our home mail real quick because our home mail comes from a freak hoe in need. All oh, right? Oh, boy. We'll she help you. Hi, ladies. I just want to start my email off letting you guys know how much I love y'all in this podcast. My friends put me on at the beginning of the pandemic, and I'm working my way through until I finish each episode. Only about 35 left. Girl, you got a lot to go. Let's go. This podcast has opened me up and made me realize I liked so much more than I ever knew, and I was already into some hoe shit. Little backstory. In January, I made a Tinder. I matched with this fine-ass freak, Terrell, and my current boyfriend, Demarcus. I hope these ain't real names because I'm, I'm reading through it. <laughs> <laughs> so I slept with Terrell literally two days after we exchanged numbers on a Monday. All right, bitch, you you real detailed. Bomb ass sex, bomb ass head, and he ate my ass like no other. I had my first date with Demarcus that Thursday, okay. and he's been bae ever since. My issue is this. Terrell fulfills all of my sexual desires I have, and Demarcus doesn't. With Terrell, I've gotten to fulfill my fantasy of eating ass, pegging, shout out to you, Mandy, and even getting peed on. All right. Wow. There is there is nothing romantic between us, just incredible sexual chemistry. He is so open sexually, and I love it because I am too. Demarcus, on the other hand, while a great lover, doesn't do the nasty things I like. His dick and head are A1, and he makes me come hard as fuck, but our sex is still very vanilla. I've mentioned to him that I like different things like gay porn and piss porn to be met with ill and i know the oh to be met with ill i guess that's what he says and i know the relationship would be over if i ever attempted to go near his ass <laughs> outside of sex our relationship is incredible i feel like he's the one but i feel guilty because this is the only issue i have with this relationship oh, that sucks, i'm in a dilemma because i genuinely am happy with this relationship but i ultimately am sexually unsatisfied demarcus and i have had conversations about different things sexually because of this podcast in fact and it all ends the same it just ain't happening I haven't slept with Terrell since being in an official relationship, which has now been a few months. And it's been di and I've been able to hold out so far, but it's getting difficult. Um, I'm really needing those freak needs met. A bitch can only masturbate that tension away, but for so long. Please help. Signed a freak hoe in need. And this is crazy because this is kind of what we discussed even in our horrible decision. I know. Where she's hung up with not enjoying her sex, but this man is she giving her everything. She enjoys the sex with this nigga Terrell, but he doesn't fulfill her emotionally. But this other guy who's giving her everything she needs as far as a relationship, she loves being with him. The sex is cool, but it's not freaky enough for her. So now she's in the space where I haven't fucked the nigga who fucks me amazing and freaky mm -hmm. in months, but she's she feels like she's about to break. 
What would you suggest? Because we also don't. I'm sorry. I mean, she does. I was just serious. Me. I was so it's funny. Dude. She feels like she's about I to break, and I feel for her. She, she feels like. <laughs> what? Oh, I was with you the whole way. I missed that. I feel for her, too. Yeah. Because I feel for her in the sense to where we have never suggested cheating, bro. So I'm not going to tell her to cheat on this man no. who otherwise is great. No, <laughs> I just. I feel for her, bro. Yo, shit. I felt like we were talking about like so. I, 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 I can't even get Fuck my you. words yet. Be- Fuck you, bro. If anyone's watching on YouTube, Mandy put her hand over her heart. <laughs> I she feel was, like she's about uh, yeah, to cry, was- and she's looking at the columnist we have. Like hell. <laughs> <laughs> so aside from cheating, because we often say that communication is key and cheating is betrayal cheating is and all hard this. because like, when yes. you start getting your sex needs met from cheating you get obsessed with that sex I, and you don't yeah. stop and you get caught up what I, would be your advice and then we're gonna ask you as well zach what would no. your advice be i gotta be honest be honest i do believe that even though there's not a lot of fish in the sea, there's also a lot of trash in the sea. And then, you know, like the nigga that you have to say, ew, when you have a kink, is hard. kind of trash. That's hard. It is trash, too. And, it, you know, he's meeting your emotional needs, but I, I don't believe those things go away. So if he's not allowing you to do it with someone else, which much like we were saying, if mm-hmm. you need to do these things, do it with someone else. If he won't allow you to do it with someone else, and, like, you're getting to the point where you feel like you're about to break, <laughs> bitch, you gotta go. Yeah, I mean, that's the same with like, you know, my partner now. Pegging is completely off. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I didn't even, finger not going. It's is just he cool tight. I don't even know how shit comes out. His ass is just the <laughs> tightest I've ever felt ever. So I'm just like, nothing. Is, I don't even enjoy trying to fit a finger because my nail don't even I've get never, in. Like, I've never ate my man's ass. Yeah, I've never put a finger so in So he's nothing. not into pegging to the point See, where New he York has, like my nigga has said, like, listen, if that's really what gets you off and you need to peg someone, I'm going to allow you to go do that because you're not going to do that with me, but I'm also not going to be the one to tell you, you can't do something. And so that's the thing too. Like at this point, like, yeah, he's meeting your emotional needs, but now you have to think, okay, so is this man controlling? He's telling me I can't do something with him, but is he also eliminating your option to do it at all? I don't think it's controlling to have bound. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like if someone needed me to constantly pee on them, I'd be like, dude, I can't. Like maybe once or twice I'll pee on you, but I don't want to get peed on. So like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't feel like I'm being, uh, what was I going to say? Like controlling because I'm saying you can't do this with me. You're He's allowed to have his boundary. It's just that the way that she's writing that to act as though like she can't handle it. Oh, she makes it seem like it's, yeah, go ahead. I mean, it's it seems like an open relationship is off the table. She that's didn't quite say that. That's what it makes like, it yeah. seem like. And like, it's been, th- it's only been two, how long they've been dating this? Like two she months. She said a couple it, like, months, and that's the thing. And she's so, already gonna break at this point. Like, yeah. You, like, <laughs> can, can she imagine just like, what about years? six months from now? What about you from now? What if you got married? You like, have to get pissed the, on in the grocery store. That's what happens. You're, wait, you, what do you? I piss on in the grocery hear store. Hear me out. I feel like when people can't like act on the things that they want to they turn into a fucking animal you'll look at someone you'll run into a bathroom like that scene and i may destroy you next thing you know you're getting peed on at Publix. oh not peed on in public i bitch. took it too far but you know you what i'm took saying it extremely far it <laughs> like peed on in public i just feel like so here's the thing too like and, and, and we talked about this before it when sex becomes a lot for you so what it sounds like is she met both of these guys within the same week one fuck the living shits out of her and let her live out her kink kink fantasies the other one she saw is more relationship type Mm -hmm. but now that she's kind of 
in more of a relationship with this guy. She doesn't want to cheat on this nigga to go get her kink needs met, but this guy isn't doing it. I believe that you have to be able to look at something and not feel like this is my last partner on earth. Yeah, I feel like you're limiting yourself. You think that this guy is perfect, but in actuality, this might not actually be the person for you. I agree. And be okay with that. It's just just not a match. It's just not a match. And... Yeah, that, that's it. Mind you know, you, I hope shame. Demarcus and Terrell ain't listening, bitch, because I don't know if I don't know anyone listening named Demarcus. You might want to ask your bitch about a Terrell. Nah, those are <laughs> those are definitely fake black names. You think they're fake? <laughs> you think so? She was like, okay, his name's really Marcus, but Demarcus. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Daryl, but we'll go with Terrell. <laughs> Yo, know, any I'm fake dead. name I've ever given is so bad, like. I remember someone asked me like who the dude I was fucking was. Weezy's right? Weezy's favorite black name growing up. If we was talking about just Taquantis. a hood nigga was Taquantis. I never to this day met a Taquantis, bro. I don't know where it came from. Me neither, because I ain't never but heard let's it. Look it up. But no, what does like, it mean? I was Love? so bad at lying about this name. The guy was like, "Who are you fucking?" And he was like, "Hurry up and tell me before uh, you can lie." I was like, "Dyke, bike, Mike." Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Taquantis. Taquantis is not a, a word. You, Taquantis Kroger at Mississippi State University. I, okay, is a that, competitive driver, and uh, is he? He's a bus operator. Okay, all right. Taquantis Rashad White, however, did pop up for uh, Orange County Public Records. Let's see what he did. <laughs> Why? So this is probably who you don't fuck one time. You don't even remember. No, that's that's possible. <laughs> Let's Not see. that it's possible. Possession of cocaine and cannabis. Maybe I did. Definitely <laughs> did. Because I'm like, bitch, Taquantis. I never heard of it that in my like life. Nah, but but as far as anything, as always, like we're not going to tell you to cheat. But I think that as women, we need to kind of be ready to also, wear. If he's not if, your man, you ain't cheating. Well, no, she said they together. They in oh, a relationship. Okay. Anyway, though. Zach, thank you for finally yeah, joining us. I feel like you. I said, you got to come on Horrible Decisions last year when we did the panel. Yeah. And here we are a year later. It took us fucking out. next to each other you know, to we be were like, like. Literally, like it took us to fuck in the same room yeah. to bring you on this, oh, to the show. Oh, how sweet is that? You know what I mean? You know what's crazy? Yeah. You guys have proximity. The last guest we had, I actually fucked, or she fucked next, my man kind of next to me. So look, Yeah, see, look at us. Bringing on like, you know, Bringing everyone together. Proximity-ish. You know, um, so Zach, go ahead and let our audience know where they can find you if they can or cannot slide in them DMs um, and what you got coming up or going on. You I know? mean, if you're cute, you can slide in my DMs. There you go. Uh, no, uh, that's subjective. You never know. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram is honestly the best way. Zachary Zane underscore the underscores after it. So Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-Z-A-N-E underscore. OK, and that's on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah. All right. And um, where else can they catch your columns again? I know. Uh, Men's Health. Like, Men's honestly, health. that's the way yes. to do it. And it's called Sex Explain It. So that's the best place to find it. It's every week. I love the name of that. I love it. And you're giving really good advice on there, too, because I've already, thank like, you. went through and read, like, super dope. That's why I wanted you for the advice segment. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I do also want to let you guys know y'all can listen to us everywhere. I know that we announced our iHeart um partnership with the Black Effect Podcast Network and Charlemagne and a lot of people still think oh my god can I only listen to you guys on iHeart now we're not going anywhere wherever you listen to us we're gonna stay there no we had we're hard here. nose and one of them was you can't have this I pussy IP and <laughs> we wanna be everywhere because we are for the people hoes you yeah, know what I'm saying we if need you everybody have money, to get us join us on Patreon if you don't 
You're getting it for free. Yeah, but guys, if y'all do um, want to listen to more bonus content because you're all the way caught up, even the girl who wrote us in, she said she only got 35 episodes left. But no, that's a lot because we got over 80 episodes on the Patreon. So if you want to go ahead and support us and what we have going on and, and, and bonus content and us getting some more photo shoots and other shit that costs a whole lot of fucking money once you you know got shit to do go ahead and become a patron that's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions we are going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip and if you enjoy what you hear there go on over to patreon and listen to us also if you're done listening with this episode and you're like fuck now what am i gonna listen to um period sis that is my other podcast and um it's tales of womanhood so i'm joined by women every week to share their stories their journeys on different things that we go through as women and if you don't hate men you can listen to for fact's sake podcast <laughs> with a half white half half white okay eddie delicepi he's got a little latino in there we talk about fun shit different facts every week zach you got to get a podcast so you apparently could do yours at the end. that's yeah, what i'm you, doing you talk great like this is great so <laughs> you guys, talk you, great i know I'm Mandy so loves you hate you. what i think and what he talks great it's not that problematic because if you told a black person oh you really speak well oh uh, i did and guess what got cussed out at the live show like bitch i go to a hb I, I don't know what she said oh yeah right. <laughs> She cussed me out in Atlanta. But I say you speak well because you don't speak like this. And when we have it, we listen to us. Thank you guys. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Peace. If we're not going to open the conversation, you just leave room for people to talk shit. And that's what makes it so unhealthy to me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I understand they want to protect him and everything, but. And by them, I mean, you know, his wife. I will say, though, TLC, again, is a messy bitch that lives for drama. And <laughs> they had a show about the mixed weight couples. Do y'all remember that? And people got mad. Did you hear about this? I remember that. They, I don't know who is working there that, and how much they pay extra to come up with the wildest shit they can. But they had a show about mixed weight couples the fact that they call it mixed weight couples really <laughs> killed me and it was only four episodes it was called hot and heavy and it was skinny guys with bbws but i don't mean just regular bbws i mean yes, bee, like bee, buying bee, them food bee. feeding them and stuff like that yes one of the girls was like oh uh you know i want to get a trainer and get healthier so i can have a baby and get pregnant her man was like oh hell no like and the shit was really blowing my mind because it was only women that were big. They weren't really showing big dudes. And I wanted to see the opposite. Cause like, I feel like it's time that bitches is fucking fat niggas. It's winter time. Like we need to know. Like Colty? Yes, like Colty. Oh <laughs> Brianna, by the way, where are you from? Cause you got a little bit of Angela in you. <laughs> no, don't do that to me. Um, I'm from Georgia though, so. Hazelhurst <laughs> like Ange? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm from close to, <laughs> to Tallahassee. So I'm like okay, 40 gotcha. minutes about Tallahassee. Yeah. So I want to get into, in cinema, we talk about uh, sex scenes that we would like uh, to watch, or like, you know, that got us turned on or whatever. But this article came out about 90 Day Fiance stars who have an OnlyFans account ranked by price. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Stephanie Mato was recent on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day. She was this lesbian chick. No, excuse me, bisexual. Bisexual. Yes. Now, With the colorful let me tell you hair. What, I know. She was a hot, not the colorful hair. She was the other one. She visited oh, Australia so to meet cute. this girl. But let me tell you what I found the most interesting about this cast member. So she lived in Yonkers and she had an autoimmune disease. And 
she was wearing masks on planes and sanitizing everything. Honey, all I could think about was her during the coronavirus. I was like, bruh, they filmed this shit like a year ago. You got to wear masks and gloves, then. <laughs> she was literally on the show talking about how she couldn't like, she was like, I need to be careful what I touch and how much I wash my hands because I could get sick and die. And the yeah. girlfriend was like, bitch, you ain't tell me this before you came here. What the fuck? Like, she didn't tell she- her a lot before she came there. <laughs> uh, yeah. She didn't tell her she wasn't gay before she came there. <laughs> Listen, I felt so bad watching these two girls. She was like, but when are you going to fuck me? Like, you don't, like, don't want to have sex with me. It, it was so fucking sad. But, you know, you it was a big deal for 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. yeah, because they were their first lesbian couple that they had. So yeah. Stephanie's on OnlyFans for five bucks. I'm going to post a link so y'all can go through them and see their faces. On Fisa. Yeah, now, she was my favorite... <laughs> And I think almost hottest 90 Day Fiance girl. Yes, she was with the fat one. What was his name? Jorge, who is skinny now, bitch. So let me tell y'all, T, who's skinny. Jorge and Anfisa, they were on 90 Day Fiance season four, and they were one of my favorites. So he's a Latino dude. Or George, George. I'm saying Jorge. I was about to say George, yeah. (laughs) So they were 90 Day Fiance season four. She was a Russian girl who she brought over to the States, and she was pretty, lips done, titties, like very like fakey Instagram model, but she was she wasn't as hot as she thought she was, but she was way hotter than him. So yeah. there is one of my favorite scenes where they're out to eat. And he looks at her and he goes, if it wasn't for my money, would you be with me? And she was like, no, no, I wouldn't. No, I would not be with Why? Why would I? No. And then she, which I appreciate, homegirl said, if I didn't look good, would you be with me? Bitch, okay. Yeah. Thank you, because everybody knows I got a trash personality. They watch me every motherfucking Monday. <laughs> so anyway, he ends up going to jail for transporting hundreds of pounds of marijuana. And I guess she went through financial troubles, made that OnlyFans, started a bodybuilding Instagram account. Bitch look fire now, ass crazy. She is $12 a month. Then we're going to move on to a man named Corey. What a little bitch Corey was. Corey. <laughs> was on 90 Day Fiance with a girl named Evelyn from Colombia. And Corey looks like he just walked around with his tail between his legs. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.